Welcome back to Alec Across the States. Today, we're hosted by Alec CEO, Lisa B. Nelson, who's joined by a very special guest to kick off 2021 here in the studio. Utah Senate President Stuart Adams, who's our ALEC National Chairman this year, and also the January 2021 State Legislator of the Month. Today, he calls in during a break in Utah's 2021 session to offer insights into the policy decisions that kept Utah resilient and running smoothly in 2020 and the policy priorities he's seen on the floor in 2021. Well, good afternoon. My name is Lisa Nelson, and I am the CEO of ALEC, the American Legislative Exchange Council. And today, it is my great pleasure to have a conversation with Senate President Stuart Adams, who is the president of the Utah Senate and also the national chairman of ALEC for the year 2021. I couldn't be more proud to have him join us today. And one of the greatest things about being CEO of ALEC is I get to know these legislators so closely, and especially our national chair and the members of our leadership. So we're very excited that Senate President Adams is the ALEC Legislator of the Month. Our partnership is with FreedomWorks. We love partnering with FreedomWorks and all of the wonderful freedom fighters all over the country. Today, I want to I ask Senator Adams a couple questions, and I know that their session has already started. Senator Adams, welcome, and uh, can you tell me, I know you've already started your session, can you tell me a little bit about what you've seen uh, as far as your policy priorities for 2021? Absolutely. It's so great to be with you, Lisa, and your leadership and uh, the things that Alec has done around the nation have been so very, very helpful. Our very first bill in uh, this legislative session that we passed out of the Senate was a tax cut. It actually removed the uh, the tax on military retirement, the income tax, and it uh, removed part of the tax on Social Security income. And uh, we're very fortunate in Utah to have a, a billion dollars of one-time money and, and almost a billion of, uh, of ongoing money, the additional revenue that we have to deal with. And We've done a, a lot of education funding already, so we felt it was time to give some money back. And we're not through cutting taxes this session. And we're working on a lot of different issues, emergency powers because of the pandemic. I don't think anybody envisioned when they put together at least our statute in Utah about emergency powers that we'd have an emergency that went on for now. It almost seems like years, but it's been several months. And to be able to, to give away power, legislative powers that our founding father actually reserved to the legislature of a more diverse group of elected officials should set the policy, surely not the executive branch. So we're in the thick of dealing with emergency powers too. Well, that sounds absolutely fantastic. And, you know, just hearing that your first bill out of the gate was a tax cut will virtually ensure that uh, Utah stays as the number one ranking. For those listeners out there, Alec has a publication, Rich States, Poor States, and Utah has been number one in our 50-state ranking now for 14, I think it's going on 14 years. So I'm thrilled to hear about that tax cut and know that that will help. Are there any other fiscal issues, Senator Adams, that you've moved with the eye towards staying in that number one ranking? Well, we, we know there are other states out there with innovative ideas, and, and we are about to determine stay number one. And that we see that happen because of some of the things that we've done during the pandemic. And we've been very fortunate to have what I'd say is it's good fiscal policy in the past. And we're continuing to make sure that we spend less than we make. And we always carry a, a fairly significant rainy day fund. 
and where we actually look at our appropriations and make sure that we don't appropriate because of a structural imbalance, that we actually pay for ongoing expenses with ongoing money and, and use our one-time money for one-time expenses. And we'll be doing more of that this session. Well, that's so smart. And I know that other states are watching you and, and learning from you because every step of the way, Utah has been a leader in those fiscal policies. You know, you also mentioned about the executive power and overreach. I want to just expand a little bit on that because it is a topic that everyone is kind of now coming to understand or coming to learn more about just as a result of the pandemic. We had a session with some governors and some legislators at our last policy summit. And uh, I think that conversation is a really important one to understand the difference. How are you approaching this executive power and, and executive branch and asserting that legislative power back as it was conceived by the Constitution? Yeah, well, let me tell you some of the things we, we did in preparation. Uh, we were very fortunate in Utah a few years ago to actually change our constitution to allow the legislature to call ourselves back into special session. So uh, last April or March, April, just after we concluded our legislative session, the pandemic came in full force in Utah. And the immediate reaction of the executive branch was to shut down our economy, shut down restaurants, bars, businesses, and probably rightfully so, not knowing what the pandemic might be like. But after a few weeks and, and a, a month, it appeared that that was having such a significant effect on livelihoods. And again, the effort was to try to save lives. But we actually called ourselves into special session and we set up a, a legislatively formed commission. We put uh, some healthcare providers, some of the major hospital providers and others on the committee, along with legislators, actually appointed myself on the, on the commission. The first thing we did is after we analyzed what was going on, we actually made motions to open up non-emergency health care. We found that people were going to the hospital with ruptured appendix when they could have gone and had that procedure done without that, the complications. And, and then we opened up restaurants, bars, hair salons, exercise facilities on May 1 of last year. And they've been open ever since. And we've tried to work very hard to have a blended approach to COVID in saving lives and livelihoods. And we actually ended up with one of the lowest case fatality rates uh, medically in, in Utah. It's 0.0045, but we have one of the strongest economies. And again, uh, I know many states, uh, California and New York have billion dollar deficits. And Hawaii is talking about laying off teachers and in the fall last year, in September, we actually gave our teachers a 2% increase in what we call the WPU, the weight of pupil unit. And uh, in December, we actually recommended a 6% increase in, for education. So uh, we're not only doing tax cuts, but we're able to fund what we're doing. All of that is because of the fact that the legislature was able to call themselves back into special session. And as policymakers, we were able to help guide and drive what I'd call a blended effort through the pandemic. So, and we're re-looking at those powers right now, but that's how significant it is to have legislators, I think, involved in the in the policy making. Well, absolutely. It just seems so smart. And, you know, as we look across the country at all of our laboratories of democracy, I do wish that we could 
take some of the Utah learnings and all the things that you're doing and share them. I mean, California, I think at this point, is still closed 100%. They're not even having outdoor dining. And it clearly is having a long-term effect on people's well-being beyond the, the tragic deaths, the COVID deaths, to not have your livelihood and be able to keep your businesses open. It's just terribly sad to see. Let me pivot for a minute and talk a little bit about your relationship with Alec. You've been a legislator for many, many years and, and risen up in your over decades of service up to the Senate presidency. And I think that almost the entire time you were a member of ALEC. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about how ALEC has helped you as a legislator and how you've kind of engaged with ALEC to bring about better policies in Utah? Yeah, I think we all go through a a learning process. Uh, When I was elected, I thought I knew a little bit about tax policy because I paid taxes. And then I realized that I didn't know a lot. And through my meetings at ALEC and the people I've met, I've learned a ton about what drives people's behavior. And I've understood that tax policy actually drives behavior. I had no idea what a tax on productivity was. I didn't know the effects of income tax. I had no idea how states without an income tax, how well they did economically because of the drag that income tax, the tax on income tax puts on productivity. There's so many policy items that I that I just had as a new legislator, I I just had no knowledge of of what the effect they'd have or what good policy is. And Alec has done so much as I've not only gotten to know so many people to to have a fun relationship with them and and become good friends, but also the policy aspects of it have been invaluable for Utah. And and as I followed other legislators in Utah, I, I found the same thing from them is that they valued their their association with Alley because of the things they've learned and the people they've met. And some of the great friends I have around the country are Alec members. And it's just really a lot of fun. And it's extremely helpful as we try to set policy for the state. It's amazing. And I think everyone involved in Alec could say that when they attend the conference, they learn something new from a legislator that's dealing almost with the same issue in their state. So... Anyway, been extremely helpful and one of the most valuable things I've experienced as a legislature, my association with Alec. Well, that's that's wonderful to hear. One of the other things that's really fun about 2021 is, and, and I'm, I'm an eternal optimist, but um, our annual meeting, which is where we bring all of our legislators together and convene and do a lot of these trainings and education that President Adams is talking about, is in Salt Lake City this July. So you, uh, President Adams, are going to be the host of our annual meeting, which will bring hopefully 1,000 legislators into town. Uh, we're very much looking forward to that. And um, anything you want to say about Salt Lake City and the venue? Oh, absolutely. And I'm so optimistic. We're going to do this in person. We're going to put this virus behind us. Vaccines are coming out. And I'm extremely confident that we'll be able to, to have a great time in Salt Lake City. Uh, he's at the Grand America Hotel, probably one of the, the nicest hotels in the in the city. And, and, and the summertime in Salt Lake is beautiful. We'll have lots of uh, fun venues to go to and, and, a, and a great time to get to see uh, friends again. But Salt Lake City is a great spot to visit. We think it's the uh, greatest spot on earth. And uh, of course, we've got, if you want to stay a couple of extra days, we've got the, the five national parks, uh, Zions, uh, Bryce, Canyonlands. 
so many spots to see. And of course, we have the greatest snow on earth, but in the summertime, the mountains are beautiful. And uh, with even without the snow, they're fun to recreate in. And we've got all the Olympic venues that are they're even acting uh, during the summer months. So it's a fun spot to come visit. And I look forward to seeing old friends and hopefully those that haven't been here before will come and, and have a, you know, experience the conference and the great spot that Utah is to, to live and to recreate in. We think it is the, the best spot in the country, but I probably am biased. <laughs> well, we're very much looking forward to being in Salt Lake City, and um, we're very happy to have you as our gracious host when we come. I know you've got a Governor Cox who will be there participating with us and a number of the other legislators and elected officials, so we're looking forward to that. I think um, one of the other issues that I had heard you guys are working on in Utah is some occupational licensing. Is that something that you're focused on, President Adams, or is that something someone else is working on? Well, it's somebody else working on it, but I try to track everything. But yes, we're very focused on that and trying to make sure that uh, that we allow people the opportunity to have the, the ability to work and to be able to make a living in the best way possible. So that that is a real key issue for us, and it always has been in Utah. Government regulation uh, should only be there to protect health and safety, but we ought to allow people to be able to to provide for their families and do so in the most economical and the most efficient way possible. Overregulation is probably worse almost than overtaxation, so we're we've been working through those issues, and hopefully, they'll have some some other ideas as we work through the legislative session. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, getting rid of that red tape for small businesses is uh, its so important and not having to deal with the bureaucracy. So the occupational licensing has been an issue that we've seen across the country in terms of reducing that. We're so happy to be honoring you with the Legislator of the Month. We always try to identify someone who has, has led on the ALEC principles of limited government and free market and federalism. And as you've heard today from President Adams, those are the things that are guiding the decisions being made in Utah, in the Senate and the House. I know you've got a great working relationship with your speaker in the House. And congratulations again, President Adams, on being the ALEC Legislator of the Month. Well, thank you. What a great honor. And again, I appreciate all that ALEC has done for Utah but what Alec has done for the entire United States of America. And uh, thank you for the honor. And it's really significant and appreciate the time that we've been able to spend. It's great to talk to you, Lisa. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. You've been listening to Across the States with Lisa Nelson and Utah Senate President Stuart Adams, the Alec Chairman of the Board and January State Legislator of the Month. If you're interested in having your ideas featured on Alec Across the States, do not hesitate to email us at acrossthestates at alec.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Across the States, the leading state-focused policy podcast presented by the American Legislative Exchange Council, the premier free market organization of and for legislators. To learn more about our work or to make a tax-deductible donation, visit alec.org. Tell us what you think on Facebook and Twitter at Alec States. The views and opinions expressed on Across the States are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the American Legislative Exchange Council.